everyone, and welcome to the Literacy Ladies podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about vocabulary, so important. Uh, my name is Michelle Witko, and I'm one of your literacy ladies here on the podcast. And our other literacy lady, we have Dr. Shaw. Hi, Dr. Shaw. Hi there, Michelle. And we are talking about an important area here. I know vocabulary is so much fun, too. Uh, so we, today, we're talking about vocabulary, and we're going to kind of be referring uh, to Beck and McGowan's work done in vocabulary building words, um, and, and all of those fun things. But today, we're going to start uh, just talking about vocabulary in kindergarten and first grade, our favorite, our primary grades. Um, so in kindergarten and first grade, we're always doing a lot with oral language, and we're thinking about vocabulary as tier one words, tier two words, and tier three. Tier one words are words we use every day, basic words, general words, Words that usually don't have multiple meanings. Words that you use in everyday speech. Some words like in kindergarten and first grade would be book, run, line, animal. They could also be some of our first uh, hundred high-frequency words or some sight words. Um, but tier one words are really important in vocabulary because those are the words the kids are going to hear for most of the day. And also remember, when we're talking about vocabulary, we're kind of thinking of it in a pyramid. Tier one words being very general, tier two being more of descriptive vocabulary, and then tier three words of precision vocabulary. And we'll talk about other ones like that. So in our primary grades, we just talked about some tier one words. But I, had, I had a question, uh, Michelle. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of English language learners. Um, would there be different tiers for them? Would it be modified in any way? Oh, this is so good. So when you talk about English language learners, which we do have so much here in Danbury, um, what we're talking about is uh, for tier one words is going to be their academic vocabulary. It's called Bix versus Kelp. So the Bix vocabulary is going to be their vocabulary that they use um, just out on the playground. And then their educational vocabulary will be more of these tier one words. Uh, they, would, they would all be tier one, but it's good for our ELLs just to learn book, run, line, animal, those types of words. Right. So they can kind of use, um, use them as they're learning to speak mm -hmm. English. Great question, Darla. Okay. What does tier one look like in the upper elementary grades? Well, we're still talking about, you know, the basic words, but what we're talking about more are the tier two and the tier three and the content words. And, you know, we talk a lot about everybody doesn't have to be focusing on the same words. It depends on your interests, what you're studying, just so many different variables. But we're just trying to increase vocabulary. And of course, how do we increase it? By listening, by reading, by taking part in activities, and then in some way, just cataloging, keeping, writing. Uh, word walls are wonderful where we can keep all these words so that the students can use them and apply them. Or even having word boxes when they're looking for a word choice, they could open up their word box or they can have a, a word journal or they can even turn and talk and share words or they can talk about their favorite words. There's so many exciting things we can do with vocabulary. Yes, great. So those are our tier one words, our basic language. Now, when you 
look at Beck and McGowan's work, then they have tier two words. So if you think of the pyramid, the base of the pyramid being tier one, then we have the middle, which is tier two. Now, tier two words are high frequency words that can kind of occur across a variety of domains, some with mat within mature language situations and conversations. These words could be synonyms to words, multiple meaning words, um, and used across a variety of subjects or environments. Some of these words, like in kindergarten and first grade, could be words like equation, experiment, difference. Those would be words that are a little bit higher than tier one words and kind of describe something a little bit more, a um, little bit more uh, with description. Yeah, I'd like to uh, just say, Michelle, that when we're dealing with the tier two words, we really get into what we call working the word. Maybe you remember that, you know, you used to get a word and you'd look it up in a dictionary, you'd memorize it and you'd take a test. No way today. It's all about using that word over and over in so many ways. So when we work a word, we make certain we can pronounce it, that, you know, we can decode it, that we do have a meaning for the word and we can come upon the meaning but have to check it with that dictionary then we want to put that word in a sentence not somebody else's sentence we want it in our own sentence and today we have to draw a picture find a picture we don't have to be an artist but we have to tell a story with the picture and then today not only are we doing all this we're saying what it is what it isn't, who uses it, um, what part of speech, so that the child is just talking about this particular word through six or seven or sometimes eight different variables so that they feel so comfortable. And sometimes they just take a book and they choose what they call an interesting word and they work it until they know it. Oh, great, darling. You know what? You're making, you're reminding me when you talked about um, looking the words up in the dictionary and writing them down. Um, you're reminding me of how we used to teach vocabulary. This might be a good spot for an example. Say the tier one vocabulary word could be old. A tier two vocabulary word, according to Becca McGowan, could be something like aging, mature, elderly, enduring. Those are all words that are like old, but those would be tier two vocabulary words that you could use. Yeah, you know what you're making me think of is spectrum of words. So therefore we could start with old and we could go to young and then we could find words all along the spectrum that show, you know, like novice and new and elderly and, you know, and where would you put them on the spectrum? Are they closer to the young? Uh, which one is advancing more to the old and to the aging and so on? So there's just so many ways, even you go into a classroom today and you see those words dangling from a mobile. You see puppets that are using the words. The students are singing songs with vocabulary words, and that's how they're embracing their meanings. 
Wow, I, I'm writing that idea down right now because when I go into first grade tomorrow, I'm going to try out your spectrum. I really like that idea. One of our vocabulary words in first grade this week is um, endeavor, which is really Ooh. fun. So that'll be something I kind of put on the board and we'll try that out. Thanks and for And you idea. wouldn't think that most first graders would be dealing with a word like endeavor, but they love big words. They love special words. If you have a passion for words, that passion will come across to students. And I'd just like to say in conclusion for my part that um, yes, uh, we use the dictionary. We have to confirm using the dictionary. But it's using context clues. It's using the words all around that particular word you don't know to see if it's going to fit in the context. And then what we use less and what we want to encourage teachers to do is look at the structural analysis. Mm -hmm. Look at the Latin part. Look at the Spanish parts. Look at the French parts and see if you can tell something about the word. We really get into such things like sub. It's going to usually mean under. If it has an un in front of it, it's going to usually mean not. If it has a contra, it's going to mean against. So looking at the word parts, breaking it apart almost like you're decoding, and seeing if you can figure out the word meaning from the structural analysis as well as the context, and then going to the dictionary is what it's all about. Oh, great. Thanks, Darla. So last but not least, we have our tier three words, and this would be the top of the pyramid. So these words are uh, subject specific. They're specific to maybe a hobby or a subject in kindergarten and first grade. Maybe it could be about um, an occupation, something that um, your mom or dad does, and you know this word because it's specific to their job geographic regions, technology, weather, any of those um, kind of subject-specific words would be tier three vocabulary words. Some examples of that in our primary grades could be chemistry. So maybe a tier one word would be science. A tier two word would be a describing word. And then uh, tier three could be chemistry. Another one that I've kind of seen around would be when we talk about um, being good citizens and economics would be an example of a tier three word uh, that you would hear in our primary grades. These words are just specific to certain things in the world and that kids would use when they're talking about them. Okay, uh, one final thought as you were talking is we need to involve the parents. The vocabulary that the parents are using at home, that's going to make such a difference. Any parent who has the Word-A-Day program where they take a sentence strip or something and get a magnet and put it on the refrigerator and talk about that word and use it, if the parents have a rich vocabulary, enjoy defining and talking about new words, that is going to make such a difference in the life of a child. Oh, great. Thanks, Darla. And I'm trying out that spectrum thing tomorrow. So this has been our podcast with the Literacy Ladies. We hope to see you again next time. <laughs>